time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Wake Up Well with Leanne Simpson and myself, Peter Jefferson. It's so good to be with you this morning, especially for all those Queenslanders who are now on holiday, the teachers that are able to sit down, relax and enjoy their holidays. So today we have a great topic for that, and that is balance, a chance to have a look and see what's working well and what you might like to improve upon. So Leanne has been right onto this topic. She um, has studied the word balance for some time um, and she can tell you why she studied the word balance. So I'll hand over to Leanne. She can let you know what she's learned. Okay, so the word, I'm a big thing into interpreting what things mean before I use a certain word. So when I came along to get my name for Balanced Minder, I was like, what does balance mean? And it opened up this whole, I don't know, sometimes you could think this unending pit or this glorious, exciting little bit of um, adventure to have. So what does balance mean? And I think that any time that you want to make a change in your life or you want to determine where you are in a certain aspect of your life, you actually have to interpret what what it means to you. And that's really important. So when it comes to balance, right, if we go to balance, could be making sure you don't fall over. How is your balance, your physical balance? How is your mental balance? How is your work-life balance? And how many times can we say the word balance? And when I first used the word balance finder, which was in, uh, about seven years ago, the word wasn't floating around all over the place. It was, you know, just a word that were, people were starting to think about, you know, work-life balance, but it wasn't really a key phrase now it's nearly got to cliche the word balance because we're all oh we're finding balance in what you know like a, a tight right tight tight rope walker looks for balance There's, it's a constant thing so I think that where we start today when we really look at our mindset around anything but especially around balance let's work through what you could ask yourself to find out what you think it is because often people go oh, you know, you work too much to some people. But if you just work, if you're working too much and you're happy and content and you're healthy in that, who is to say that that's not your right balance? Or, oh, gosh, you have a lot of days off and go on holidays. Well, you know, and I'm thinking, well, that's my type of balance. But anyway, (laughs) so I think that you have to determine what balance means for you in any type of challenge. And I think that is the number one way of being able to work out how to do a task is you actually have to want to be involved in it. So if you're sitting there going, well, I don't care about work-life balance. I'm happy in my life and what I'm doing in work. I like working 100 hours a week. Then don't call it work-life balance. Find out what other parts of your life that you have to do. So how healthy are you physically and mentally if you're working 100 hours a week? Only you will know the answer to that. So that's what I think is the only way of changing your mindset is to actually understand in your heart whatever task that you're doing. So balance, what does it mean for me? What does it mean for Peter? What does it mean for you? 
I want you to just take a moment. We're going to sit up tall. We're going to put our feet flat on the ground. Oops, I'm all wobbly today. And we're just going to take a moment just to settle. Take a breath in. Take a breath out. So I know you're all rushing around, getting ready to go to work or whatever. I just want you to take that split second. So now that you've... I can't hear you, um, Leanne, but we'll keep going. Um, so it's funny how, um, you know, when we talk about balance, it, it really makes you have to reflect on what's going well. So absolutely, um, when you were talking, Leanne, I thought of the word joy and what brings you joy. So, um, but sometimes we need to do a bit of a check of our balance to see what is bringing us joy and what we can reflect on to make it even better than what it is. So it's really funny that you've got, we've got this subject this week because we've set these up quite a while ago. And we as a family have been looking at our balance um, and just even, it even comes down to financial balance because I think that dictates a lot of what you do, obviously, because, you know, if you don't have the money, you can't buy the things that you want or go on a holiday. So we've spent some time really um, looking at what we want in the next three years and what does our family want, what, what do we want to see with our family? And is it, you know, living on a farm you know, my husband works hour upon hour, you know, because he's got the responsibilities of the farm and, you know, someone's got to feed the wieners and someone's got to do the irrigation. If it doesn't get done, we don't have any cane and we don't have any healthy cattle. So, um, but does that come at the detriment of your family and what, you know, doing stuff with your family. So how do you balance it all and what can you add to your life there to make it um, more manageable? So it's a good space to be in this week because it's something that we as a family have been looking at and it can get to a breaking point, you know, like do you just let things keep rolling and rolling until they become a mess and then you go, okay, something needs to be done here or do you do little um points in time where you can sit down and go okay so um let me have a look at my health this week and 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 then break it down and say well what what's my sleep like what's my exercise like and even when we were speaking about those words it's even your perception of those words as well um isn't that right leanne you know what um what is our thoughts around each word and whether they bring joy or not so would you like just to talk a little bit about that that's probably a lot to do with mindset and that whole you know, how we set those words out and what we perceive them to be. Yeah. So am I back? You can hear me all right? Yeah. Okay. Had to yeah. do a quick change of equipment. Uh, so, um, yeah, so back to mindset around the word balance. So let's find what thing that you have worked out that you would like to change. So rather than going, I need to find balance, pick one certain thing. So I might say that I would like to find some balance in my relationship with my husband or my relationship with my family or maybe friends. And I might've been a bit, let's go for friends for me that I might've gone a little bit too much of staying inside since COVID came along. Okay. It's something that I naturally um, do is that I would stay inside because it's easier because I actually have, have a 
personality that if there's rules, I state like people to stay in rules. So there's supposed to be 1.5. You're supposed to wipe your hand, wash your hand, put the stuff on when you go into the shop. This is the process. This is what someone in authority has come up with. I don't follow lamely, but I've done a little research. This means that I can keep safe. I go out and there's all these people rushing around and not doing what the rules say and it makes me really angry. So that means that I'm not balanced, am I? Because I'm going outside being angry. So what it's done is it just flipped it on its head and made me stay home more, which meant that I didn't have enough connection with people that do care about the fact that they know they know me. They know that they'll wipe that, put their hands with hand cleaner on. They know that that's what I would require to do. And so it was like flipping that on their head right, I, want, I need that balance of being around people that I care about, that makes me feel good. And I need it to be not only on Zoom, but I do need to have them in my space because it's really good for you to be able to connect with people. So it was working out how to put that balance. So it's a tiny little thing. So what do we do? We just start to make, I start to reach out to the people that I know that understand what I go through and that of course is my family so then we we went for a walk on Sunday and then we went to a coffee shop and we had some breakfast together and I didn't have to explain to my family they know how I am I sat there and I started to enjoy being out and about and people going by because I love watching people but I'd forgotten that I didn't have that balance because another lot of rules had come in so that's what I want you to think think of really small little things Right, don't go for a whole big picture and decide that you're going to, you know. And that gave me joy to spend time with my family. It's amazing how many rocks, painted rocks there are at the Botanic Gardens. And it doesn't matter how old you are, you want to spot them. It's really exciting and we had the best thing. So that's what I said, to change your mindset, whittle it right down and decide what word. So, so Peter, what word are you going to, de- you're going to decipher Right, so that what's one of the things that is out of you that you you know you need to do some work on that's been coming to be a um like a roadblock. So we were talking about exercise, weren't we? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what yeah, what do you consider exercise? Before we've had this yes. conversation, the first thing when I said <laughs> exercise, what popped into your head? So um, that's what I was just speaking about before we um, got on air, but. Absolutely. Exercise to me was doing something really physical and hard, you know, like if you're not pushing your body hard or giving it some form of breathing, you know, breathing a bit harder, then you're not really exercising. And that comes back to the whole, well, how do you lose weight? And, you know, that whole process of of what we've been sort of shown in, well, what I've perceived as I've grown up. So, you know, we when I was speaking to Leanne and she said, well, exercise, you do Tai Chi in because I've been doing um, Leanne's classes on a Monday. And, um, and I was like, yeah, I do, but I haven't put that as a big exercise because I've put in my head what exercise, what I perceive exercise to be. So it, it's interesting how we use the words and what we perceive those words mean. Yeah, and so are we, you want to know um, what the meaning of exercise is? What is the meaning of exercise? Okay. Tell me. Well, well, should we say the World Health Organization could be yeah. someone that could decide, could be the, a, um, one, a, pers- a group that we would listen to? So exercise is, a, is physical activity being put into a designed program for a, for a certain outcome. 
So in no way does it say you have to go fast. Does it say that you have to get puffed out? Does it say you have to have sore muscles? Does it, have to, does it say that you have to be spewing up in the corner like you see on all of these shows? Okay. It, it is physical activity that has been designed for a certain outcome. Okay, so you can see that whatever. So if you're doing a, um, a tricep and you're, or you're bringing your hand behind your back, right, There's a, that you're doing that exercise, well, you know, mm. like you're going, what's that for? To wipe your bottom. Okay, so like that's still an exercise because you're practicing it over and over again because you may have damaged your arm and you're unable to do that. So I think that that's what people have to do is that it's this a designed physical activity for a certain outcome. Mm. Where physical activity is when you're just breathing, you're doing physical activity. So yeah. physical activity is what you go about doing in your everyday life. So that's why the government's promoting physical activity. Do more physical activity. Get up and go to the, to the letterbox and do that. But when you do something for a certain outcome, well, then it becomes exercise. So doing Tai Chi for an outcome of being physically and mentally calm, it's an exercise. And you're also yeah, getting okay. flexibility and um, things as well. So back to, mm. we must have to move on from mindset. So have we summarized that up? Mindset is only going to happen when you actually understand what you want to change and that you yeah. have you have some meat in the sandwich on that. So it's no use mm. going, I'm going to change my life, work-life balance. But how do you do that? Yeah, so how that's can you exactly do that right. if you don't know what part? You've got to break it down. And that's what Peter and I help you do. But let's go. So what comes next? My Organisation. Oh, that's right. If only I'd been organised and had that written down. Um, I'm only joking. I'm just being cheeky today. Without my headphones, my head feels lighter. <laughs> so organisation. Well, how will we go about organising our thought? How thoughts on finding out what this means? So how would it go? To me, I would write down, um, I've got this little box. You do a little box. You'd break it into four quarters and you put work slash business. If you're a business owner, you put family in one corner, self in the other corner, and the fourth corner is called the devil's vortex. And that's where you put all the other stuff. And it doesn't matter if you want to go into the devil's vortex, but at least you're acknowledging that you're going there. And then you can break up what your priorities are and choose one of them. It's no use, you, you know, you don't climb the mountain on the first day. You go for a kilometre walk, don't you? Yeah, so that's how I would organise myself. So how about, how, how about you? What little clue would you give to people to organise themselves, Peter? Well, I think, you know, your idea of writing it down is always, you know, it always helps you take it out of your mind and into, into a space where you don't have to hold that. So it's another thing you have to sort of, that's right, go do that, that's right, go do that. So that that um, piece of paper or, or that organisation of putting blocking your time like we spoke about um, or even just having a list and then using it to block. But I think what um, I've been playing around with organisation and it's probably still in its, my understanding of it is um, sometimes with that, you know, we talk about being organised and it becomes a bit of... A path, like it becomes challenging, you know, that's probably why we don't sit on the to-do list unless you're 
you know, unless you've just got such a habit of to-do lists and working through them and they give you great joy at the end, I think sometimes they can, can become turned the other way and you feel like you're um, on the treadmill sort of thing. And so I've been playing around with um, slowing down a bit and I think writing it down is key so you can get things done, but slowing down the process so that have a cup of tea um, or, you know, do, just doing things a bit slower instead of this rushing to get everything done for what reason. So I think when you reflect, and it gives you a chance to reflect on things. So um, my organisation is, you know, once you've done whatever list you do, whatever makes you feel like you're on you know, getting it out of your head and putting it on paper, which it really helps, then having the opportunity not to go straight into action. You might prioritise them into some form. But then and I love the boxes because it's not saying do this first, do that first, do that, do this. It's sort of it's putting it into a spot where you can make that choice. But then having the opportunity to just um, slow it down because it's funny how, like, and I think we've spoken about it before where, you know, you have that thing that you've got to get done and it sits there and it bugs you somewhat. And you can get, and as I say, count five, four, three, two, one, and you get straight into action. And, yeah, sometimes that really does work when you've been really struggling. Um, but sometimes, you know, it's the timing of things. Like you know that you've got to do something and you will do it in the morning, like in your good thinking time, you know, wherever your thinking time is best, you know it. And normally... If you were to sit down and do the 54321, you, you might have this block in your head that stops you from getting right to the depth of that job. But then other times you do it and it's like bang, 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 bang. It's done in like 10 seconds, you know, that, that job that sits there and you're like, why is it that I can do that job in 10 seconds but I would sit on the complaining about that job <laughs> instead of using that energy for something else. I've been spending all that energy telling myself I've got to get that job done. And then you'll go, okay, get that job done. And you do it and you've done it, but it, what energies come with that job? Does that make sense? So it's like, oh, I'm doing it and then you sort of get into it and then you kind of calm and then you do it. You know, like you can get, you can work through it because you're starting to feel good about it as you work to the end. So I see the elements of that and I see that with students, you know, like they have something to do, they might not want to, but if they work through that feeling, they can get to that other side of actually that flow and enjoyment of it to somewhat. But when you kind of do it in the right time and the right space of energy, you don't have to push through so hard to get to the other side of that job. Does that make sense? It's like, oh, I did that email really quick. I didn't even think. You know, like there wasn't a process of pushing. So I've been playing around with when we've been talking about energy, talking about organisation is talking about, about the energy that comes with the job. So when you're looking at Leanne's list, you know, that way of doing it or your to-do list, what might, what would be a good, what I'm thinking would be a good idea is looking at the things that give you joy mm-hmm. so that, because life is about that and life is about getting that balance, but it's also about that joy around what you're doing. So if you're pushing yourself with this exercise, I've got to get on that bike, I've got to go riding, I've got to, you know, like you've still got that mindset, you, that's something you want to do. The long-term thing might be you want to ride a, some sort of trail or something like that and you're pushing, 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 then that day might not be the good day to start that, you know, like, but try again or just the next day you just go and do it, you know, like you've, you put it down, you know it's a job, you want to get into it, you know the long term, but just not right then when you're pushing so hard to get there. 
What are your thoughts, Leanne? Yeah, I think because that's what I'm like. When you do that square, you don't number one. To, you just put yeah. whatever and then you choose the idea as, yeah, that you look at it because the idea of doing this is that you've, you haven't been doing any of these things and you don't know where yeah. to start. And then so you look at the list and you go, oh, that sounds really nice. So like in your, um, for yourself, it might have been go for a walk. So you're sitting there and you're all like, I'm so exhausted, I'm so exhausted, I'm so exhausted. You look down at your list, oh, go for a walk. That sounds nice. I don't feel like doing any more computer work. And then you go for a walk. And that's the idea is that you've got your different things that you want to do and you've got all those choices. And also then in the devil's vortex, for me, like I would put in play around with some new computer um, app or something, is in there. So it, it might give me joy. It might be also like it might be a hobby that you've done that, you know, or and you might go, well, do I put that in the devil's vortex or do I put that over into self? And you get you start moving things over, but there's things that distract us that go into that um, devil's vortex type of thing. Oh, here comes a little poppet. Yeah, so I think that's really important. So when it comes to organisation, everything doesn't have to be a Excel spreadsheet, but you just have to have a way that works for you. So it might be you might do this little list that I suggested and put it on your fridge and then you, oh, this is for the whole month and you just gradually tick things off. Then you might like to reflect on them and say, well, how did that walk make you feel? That made me feel really good. So that was a really good, a really, really good um, thing to air. So I think your focus needs to be on what, as you said, what brings you joy and brings you happiness. And then what happens is if you've gone for the walk, and then it makes it then has this flow on effect to getting the different things that that happens. So I think that that's really important. Your focus needs to be on what gives you joy. And sometimes it's really hard to think about why you would need to do something for joy. So when you're looking at your business, your bookkeeping, like I could feel people going groaning, 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 going about bookkeeping. But what is the advantages of your bookkeeping? Often. You know what the number one thing in your business for book, why bookkeeping is important? Is to know whether you're making money, to control your cash flow, know what your expenses are. So even though the actual task of bookkeeping gives you no joy, knowing that and being a good business manager and knowing that you're going forward is really, really important. And often we don't do our bookkeeping because in our heart we know that maybe things aren't as good as we want and that's when we get ourselves into trouble. And you can completely and utterly not acknowledge it to yourself but it's still eating away at you, it's still making you unwell because you're a smart person. All of us are smart and intelligent and we know what's going on and even though we don't want to vocalise it, it's still eating away. So sometimes you have to define the joy in things, you have to really pull it apart and think of where am I going with this? Like it's like taking the rubbish out. Like that could be on your list of things to do, right? And you go, well, how can that give me joy? Well, the ramifications of not taking out the rubbish is those little pieces of rice kind of wiggling across your floor and that's definitely not going to give you joy and it doesn't smell very nice. So sometimes you have to really focus on why what part's going to give you joy. So it's not that hard to think of something for joy. And if in doubt, have a cup of tea, go for a walk and then think, what joy am I going to get out of doing this bookkeeping? What joy am I going to get out of cleaning the bathroom? You know, and yeah, things like absolutely. that. So I think that 
going back to the list of finding those things um, that bring joy can make the job, well, that job that you don't like a lot move a lot quicker. Um, so certainly that would be a focus is look at the list and then work for the, I mean, they say always go for the easiest thing so you can get started. But I was thinking, well, the easiest thing, maybe the most joyous thing to get yeah. started because that's what you're, yeah. so you're wanting you, to get into that good energy so you can move through. And if it's not right, like sometimes I think, you know, we keep pushing ourselves to do things. If it's if it's one of those days where you just want to just break out and do something different, you know, not be on that same treadmill, then it's okay to do that, isn't it? Like it's okay not to have to be always have everything on everything moving because what would it be like to keep that I, I know it's for me if I just keep on that treadmill I get angrier and angrier <laughs> and so it's not even it's not a pleasant like the house looks sparkly everyone's you know everything's done or, and I find another job that needs doing you know the garden or something you think could be done um but the feeling around you is like nobody wants to be around you because all you want is this, you know, everything to be and you want it done. You just want to get your jobs done. And and so you, you walk around not really very happy. Oh, why did you drop that? Can't you see I've just mopped the floor? You know, that whole – and I probably didn't even feel like doing those jobs in the first place. So, yeah, I think writing down is really important. That's one thing I do sometimes forget to do it. And then that's very chaotic in the thinking. I know what that feels like, that chaotic feeling in your mind that you haven't actually written things down and starts to get a bit frantic in your thinking. So writing it down helps me. Um, and then breaking it up into different areas for priority helps you to just see what needs to be done first. And then, of course, what brings you joy. And usually when it's something like, bookkeeping bookkeeping or something of those forms where you don't like if if it's down and you say i've got got to get it done today and you don't get it done because it's starting to build you up into a state then usually by some point in the week you just do it don't you like you just get it done it just happens because you know when you're doing it in that state of anger or frustration it's just it's not working for you, but, you know, you'll get up a Tuesday morning and you'll be like, right, let me do it, and you just do it, and it's done and you've got it to flow, flow and it's completed. So um, by writing it down doesn't necessarily mean the priority is right now, but it's a priority when you're feeling in the right brain. I can tell you. So action, Yeah, but I can tell you about the bookkeeping. So I would spend three weeks before the bass due every day going on about I had to do the bass. Yeah. Then I so all my change was that I realized I wasn't going to do it till the day before it was due anyway. So I wasn't going to talk about it till the day it was due. Mm. So three years later, I now do it, and sometimes it's done like the third day after the end of the month that it's supposed to be done. So it's just, yes, it's that barrier of being angry about it. So the action for this week is not to get angry about what you don't do. Get joyous about what you do do. That's what I. Re- Let's just take it. Real- I think it'd be you know those to do lists that we write, and I think yes. this would be good for me. And I think this would be my action. Sorry, Leanne, I didn't mean to jump in, but we're talking about that. Is actually writing down those. Isn't it funny? Like 
how much you remember the things. My husband brings up, you remember the things I don't do, but you don't remember the things I do do. And it's so true for ourselves. We remember the things that we don't do, but we don't remember the things that we did do and enjoy. So maybe just to be conscious. And the way to be conscious is writing it down, isn't it? Like you can't keep tally in your head. You think you're going to, oh, that was really nice that that happened. But you forget because something comes up or something that makes you angry and it kind of seems to sit quite a lot stronger in your head. So maybe the action for me and maybe the actions for others is finding those moments where it just happens, you know, like, oh, that's, I got, you know, I went for a walk or, you know, just, just to kind of trigger it in or get it right into your mind so you're not forgetting the things that you do do. So, you know, when I got the bookkeeping done on Tuesday morning, it was great, great. You know, like that good feeling was good. It felt good. So you're trying to change that whole angry energy that comes around that particular thing and and you're tracking a bit more joy rather than because we we can get into that angry mode or frustrated mode or (laughs) kind of mode and that seems to dictate the whole day so how do we flick it back to that joy sorry Leanne no no that makes really sense and I'm kind of like put your list on the fridge Mm. and then cross things out and let just put a line through them and then maybe a love heart or a smiley face how yeah. thing so yeah. the rest of the Same. people that live in your house see what's been done and you watch this is setting up the whole house for something so then maybe the kids will see that and think oh i need to do this they might even start adding to your list and then they put a smiley mm-hmm. face because then it starts developing these really good skills of being happy with yourself for achieving something rather than being mad for not doing stuff. And we do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things in our day. There is so much that we do achieve. And remember, don't reflect on other people what they're achieving. You're your own person and you've got your own journey. So actions, yes, let's find some joy. I think that we really and truly, I don't know if we balanced it out or not today, but balance is a really, really tricky word. It's a word that everybody wants, isn't it, Leanne? Like it's a word that everybody is craving but doesn't – it's like if you don't put your focus in balance, then there's probably – and I don't mean lots of focus. You know, we talked about that laser focus, but just a little bit of laser focus for a little while, not all day, every day, but just a bit of focus. There can be so many simple steps to achieving it. And I suppose, you know, we talk about our businesses, you're about balancing – and I'm about balancing. And right now I'm doing a, a program around the purpose wheel, which is looking at the balance and breaking it down. And it's not even really hard, but it's just giving us half an hour where we just focus on that and put some steps in place. And they're just so simple. Like they're not like oh, you've got to go and run a marathon, but they're just simple things to bring you back to joy, to connect you back to those things that you want to make, those little changes to to, to be able to make life what it's about, having fun and enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I think it's now time to put ourselves on the uh, under the microscope and see how we've been going for the last few weeks. Oh, I know. Peter just loves what I bring this up because, you know. And so last week was we were discussing really exciting the word responsibility and what we were responsible for. Yes? Was that right? <laughs> yes, that's right. It was probably my responsibility to remember what we talked about last week. So we pulled apart the word responsibility. And I think that's what Peter and I are here today is like pulling different things apart and finding out what are you responsible for. You're responsible for your own balance. 
So let's look at our own balance this week. But let's do a bit of a summary. So I decided to start being a bit more responsible for my own health and well-being and start focusing on it a little bit more. So I set myself up on a 30-day challenge because I really have to acknowledge that I am competitive. I always try and pretend that I'm not, but I really am. Like the people that really know me know, you know, like the kids don't want to play board games with me because I'm a real strategist. So I can long-term work out things and they're like, oh, God, here she goes again, you know. So, um, so I'm a bit of a strategist. So I thought I'm going to use that for myself. So what I wanted in, on, in October, middle of October, is a six, no, waited six, come on, five-kilometre walk in your pyjamas to raise money for ovarian cancer. Now, I don't run. You can run it if you want, but I never run. My doctor actually told me not to run. I'm not designed to run but I can walk. So I want to do that 5Ks in my pyjamas, having a great time. So I do a lot of Tai Chi. I have a PT session two times a week. But as far as my endurance goes, I probably haven't been focusing on a lot on, the, on endurance. So I decided that we're going to go out 30 days. And to make myself accountable, because the way of being successfully achieving any type of outcome is to have a team around you. A, t- a support team. Everyone needs a support team. Listen, like Ash Barty. She went from, she left tennis. She went, played team sport, has come back to tennis. And or whenever she's talking about success or what she's doing, it's just my team, my team, my team. It's about having those really, really good support teams. So I've decided that Balanced Minor Pivot Well Group they're my team and they're going to keep me accountable for what I'm going to do. So every day I'm putting up what I am doing so that I have to be accountable to someone um, other than myself because it doesn't matter how good a coach you are to other people. Sometimes you can be really dodgy to your own self, I can tell you, and you, you talk yourself out of it um, where I wouldn't say. So that's what my plan is, that by the 16th of October I'll be able to work five, five kilometres in my PJs and no, I'm not wearing slippers because one of the fundamental things for walking is good shoes. And I'm not going to do that to myself. And so Peter's been doing diary, diarising, keeping your journal, haven't you? And what else have you been doing? Um, so I said I'd be responsible and write down what I was going to do. So continuing the writing in my journal. And um, I'm so responsible. I put that piece of paper somewhere where I can't find it. <laughs> well, that happened. So we've been... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you off the hook. Talking about, <laughs> about organisation, you need to actually put it in places where you can find like, the Unless that's not what, if it doesn't bring you joy and it gives you more joy to throw that piece of paper away, why not? So we better say a few hellos here. I still keep, I've been responsible enough to keep the writing up. Um, yeah, so that's, that's yeah, certainly still balance. happening. So let's say hello to a few people, shall we? We've got, Kyle, we've got two Kylies watching today. So hello to Kylie. Kylie, good to Hi, see Kylie. you. Hi, Kylie. Um, Brenda, it's lovely and, and as always, Jackie, first time dropping in saying hello. Greg, you know, we always think the world of you, so great. Kim, awesome. She's do it. She's in our group where we're using the, the wheel to check out what's going on. And hello to everyone else that is watching. So that's what people have dropped in and just said hello and please do because we're just we're mm. talking about what our life's experience and we want to help you guys. So try and be really balanced this week. One foot in front of the off, oh, one foot in front of the other. Focus on the path ahead, and when you fall down, keep on going. Fantastic! All right, we well, take care, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye now. Bye, everyone.
time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well.